This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey, the seven-foot-tall giant, and I love wrestling. I'm Nick, and I'm here, and I love wrestling. I'm Gene, the 5'4 Phenomenon, and I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I'm really fucking tired of this bullshit bit. You should and love- I hate wrestling and being cut off. You should love wrestling as a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling, and he's short. You <laughs> oh. should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of love for me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Rick Flair. Today's guest is a writer and performer on House Sketch Teams at IO West, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, and we were previously on uh, the sketch group at the Pack Theater, Dumbship Mountain, with him. Yeah, yeah. He was the first Latino head writer of one of the television network diversity showcases in 2016. A very funny writer and performer, Gene Augusto. How's it going, Gene? Hey, guys. Gene! Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, welcome, so, sir. Thanks for having me. I think so, since we started, we've been like, Gene's going to have a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, we've been <laughs> holding up. This is maybe episode 11, yeah. 10. I don't even know what episode we're up to yeah, anymore. there's no way. Now. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, this might be double digits. I think Gene might be ten if this comes out according to plan. This is, uh, I think, this is eleven actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I can't count. Episode yeah, XI a... in Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, classic Gene bits. We were hoping we get on this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all them Roman numeral Roman bits. numeral jokes. Uh, all right, so uh, Gene, what originally got you into wrestling? I remember like um, watching Superstars of Wrestling one Saturday morning with my cousin. Just coming in, he's watching this thing, and it was the Honky Tonk Man, who was like the long-reigning Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, Honky <laughs> Tonk right. Man was an Elvis impersonator wrestler. Okay, great. And <laughs> he was the longest-reigning Intercontinental Champion, and he was suddenly defeated by this newcomer, the yeah. Ultimate Warrior. That's right. Oh, snap. Ultimate Warrior just ran the rings, guy, crazy jacked-up guy with face paint. Got tassels on tassels. his hands, yeah. It's also what, got, uh, also what got Gene into cocaine. <laughs> the Ultimate, the Ultimate Warrior podcast called You Should Love Cocaine. Yeah, we're all <laughs> into cocaine story. thanks to the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, that's You fine. can find that on uh, the Deep Web. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just took a long confessional podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> My life's spiraling out of control. But sorry, Gene, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, he, this, this man who had the ferocity of somebody who may or may not have been on cocaine came in and quickly <laughs> did like two moves, a honky-tonk man, and just beat him for the Intercontinental title. And then like mm-hmm. seen this guy like do a promo like, he who not the path of the ultimate warrior. Just like <laughs> he had these crazy, like surreal, like promos and whatnot. So I would tune into wrestling, and this was like my dude I'd root for. And then uh, I remember like the big pay per view that got me excited was like WrestleMania six, where it was like mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan squaring off against Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yep, and uh, that's fun. <laughs> I've just been into wrestling ever since. And you know what? I really I enjoy the matches, but what I enjoy much more is like the characters. And the crazy ass storylines, right? 
Cool. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Like, uh, like the Ultimate Warrior has like some of the craziest promos. Like, isn't yeah. he like a fucking psycho? He's oh yeah, uh, he has a promo against Hulk Hogan where he talks about uh, how he's going to uh, rip open uh, the door of an airplane that he's on and then kill the pilot and co-pilot mm-hmm. and crash the airplane into Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, crash. <laughs> he was uh, grab the handles. Yeah. Hulk. Hogan. When yeah, it comes yeah. to pre nine eleven promos, he was way ahead of his time. Uh, <laughs> pre nine eleven. He also uh, he. Uh, uh, well, I mean, these he, are these jokes that nobody pays attention <laughs> for for on Nick. Yeah, I, just, I want you to know that I'm always enjoying them. Thank you, or uh, at least aware of them. Thank you. Yeah, no, uh, you're aware. <laughs> he also cut promos on it. He would write really long blog posts on his website where he would compare yeah. the people on Wall Street to human sized rats. So mm-hmm. that was fun. Okay, he, he wasn't he was, wrong. This uh, was post his wrestling career, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, 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 during uh, okay. his wrestling He's career, big time neoconservative later. Later on, he Good. Was really okay. yeah. uh, I, thought, I thought he was like an early blogger. I was like, that's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, d- uh, <laughs> during his wrestling career, he legally changed his name to The Warrior. Oh. And yeah. then I think later just Warrior. I think he's just Warrior, isn't he? Yeah, like his, his last name is Warrior. I mean, his like name is Warrior yeah. in that his, uh, his wife and kid's last name is Warrior now. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, so he's a fucking psycho. Uh, <laughs> well, well, fun. Yeah. And, that, Ultimate... and that's what got Jan as a, a, a yeah. clearly deranged person. <laughs> Ultimate yeah. Warrior, rest in peace. And yes, actually, peace. Oh, he's dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he died a year or two ago. So, a couple of years ago. So the I think two years ago. He um, was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Then he did this like promo on Raw talking about how his legacy is going to live on forever. First time on WWE TV in like 15 years. Yeah, 15, 20 years. Insane. He had a falling out with the company and then he made good and, with them and got did that promo and did that promo. And, and then, then he died the next day. The next day. <laughs> it was very, yeah. uh, uh, that's but, like That's but, like an lyric, lyric out of a last more set song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He got in the wrestling the hall of fame, died the next day. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? I don't know. I do. Is it? I don't I do. know. I mean, songs aren't really I know. Ironic. It's like, it's good closure. It, it it was very good clothes. I mean, good clothes, not for his family, but for us as friends. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The storyline of a man's existence. Yeah. That, uh, that's how you monsters think about this. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, we're just shooting. That's a shoot, Stephen. <laughs> uh, God. A shoot. Uh, it's not a shoot. You said you're seven feet tall. That's I am. A shoot. That's, that's a shoot. That's a shoot. That's I'm not a shoot. Tall. Look, look, Gene and Nick will back me up on this. I'm seven feet tall. That's absurd. You, you said Nickel back me up on this. That's what you just you said. Did. Yeah, yeah, I did. You said yeah, Nickel back me on this. If you can, Stephen, if you could just isolate Joey saying Nickelback mm-hmm. and then just play that forever. That I mean, I'll just n- Nickelback. I'll just say it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, super heavy. Nickelback. You suck. Today, Gene wanted us to show Stephen the Kane and Lita storyline from 2004. Oh, yeah. The storyline also started a debut of wrestling cult figure Gene Snitsky. This was probably one of the craziest storylines in wrestling history. It featured a death do us part match between Matt Hardy and Kane where Lita had to marry the winner, mm-hmm. a pregnancy, and a baby abortion. And that's just the tip of the Gene Snitsky iceberg. Gene Augusto, why did you pick the storyline? Oh, you brought us a doozy. Wait, baby. I want to clarify. Well, okay, we can get there. Was there an abortion? Oh, yeah. Okay. It was a miscarriage. It was a miscarriage. A miscarriage. It's a miscarriage. Okay, great. I thought I missed the, an abortion. Uh, well, there, I mean, the whole storyline's kind of an abortion. It's still dark. Some segments. Yeah. It's not, no, I'm not saying it's not so, dark. So, uh, Gene, set this up for us, and why, yeah. why did you pick this Walk one? Walk us through okay. this minefield. Yeah. Well, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I've tuned into a few episodes and heard uh, people try to bring their favorite matches and great technical uh Spectacles of Steven, and he yeah. just it's not working for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you're a man drawn to comedy, and uh, I I want to like dig from the bottom of this like pool, the cesspool of wrestling. <laughs> and I wanted to give uh, I wanted to show you one of the craziest 
uh, darkest uh, soap operas of the macabre storylines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to show you. And um, I love this, it. This is my version of how this get made up storylines. <laughs> I love it. I, love I it. watched these videos this morning. Like I was like, oh, I got time this afternoon. I'll watch them this morning. I had tears in my eyes, and I'm not kidding. Oh, they were great. I was... Because I remember... I, I did watch all this stuff uh, back when it was on. This is 2004, 2005. Yeah. I... What emotion was associated with these tears? Laughed. Pure okay, laughter. Cool. Pure laughter. Oh, no. It was gut-wrenching, Stephen. I was moved <laughs> I to wanted tears. to make sure, because you got... I don't understand oh, it's you as operatic. humans, but yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I was cracking up. This, this stuff is yeah. unreal and ridiculous, and frankly, I can't believe they did half to any of it. It, yeah. goes, it goes from like a dark to just comedically absurd and it's just like back to kind of dark again yeah the yeah the whole trajectory of it i i super didn't understand (laughs) (laughs) a storytelling point this is why i brought it in like yeah like yeah the angle on it the whole time i'm like what's the point of this like to what end is all of this happening so so let's let's start getting well well, this is uh this is a uh okay so uh something that um there are two things in professional wrestling in, in terms of storytelling. There's <laughs> there's storylines and angles, and yeah. what an angle is is just this guy's the biggest tough uh, the biggest toughest guy in the promotion. This guy was the biggest toughest guy in this promotion, and now he's in this promotion. Who's the biggest toughest guy in the promotion? Okay. So the angle is where those two characters meet. It's like where natural rivalries form. Okay. Whereas mm-hmm. this is a storyline. Yeah. This is we have a story. And the natural conflict points are going to be matches. Okay. Um, and, they, you know, a lot of people, uh, wrestling fans, prefer angles to storylines. This was probably one of the more storyline storylines that yeah. WWE's had. Um, okay. Went over a year, too. Yeah. And oh, like, yeah. Went into real life things, too. And uh, yeah. we will get into. And to get into real life real quick, uh, you know, for the listeners at home, the way they do this, I don't have a full insight to it, but Nick Nick and Joey asked our guests, like, oh, send an idea for matches mm-hmm. or something that you'd be interested in, uh, and they approve it or whatever, uh, and then, like, we kind of talk about it, and then I get the links to the match. Uh, and so what happened on this one that was very alarming was <laughs> I got, like, another, like, symposium and just, like, all things wrestling and a link to, like, I got, like, I don't know, a 10 match links, uh, also, like, a Wikipedia article, which is shocking. Well, these long. weren't matches, though. These were oh, yeah. segments. These so, were yeah. television segments. Uh, but, but, yeah, so they're just segments. Fine. They're all short, whatever. Okay. And then two more got added a few days later, and then another one today, like day of recording. I, I was did like, mention Jesus one this morning. Jesus Christ, guys. Like, how much is there? We're this taking a deep insane. dive. This is insane bullshit that you have to really understand, so get excited. <laughs> we're okay. trying to fill in the blanks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Um, tell story. So, yeah. in the blanks. Matt Hardy. So, Matt Hardy. Yes, it is. One half of Team Extreme. Lita, also a member of Team Extreme. They were a real-life couple in WWE for a long time. They kind of came up in the independence together. Yeah. They mm-hmm. were to, uh, together. Lita was the manager for the Hardy Boys team, which was Matt and Jeff Hardy, two right. brothers. So uh, Matt Hardy proposes to Lita. Uh, I believe that before this, there's going to be a lot of... Uh, I think this is how it went. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, we'll play, we'll play a brief clip from this real quick. Lita, will you marry me? Lita, oh Lita, oh no, Matt, that baby that Lita's carrying, it isn't yours, it's mine. (laughs) So Matt Hardy proposes to Lita, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, 
After and, she revealed she was pregnant. Yeah, after a leader revealed yes. that she's pregnant. Kane, uh, who's the, the big bread machine, the seven footer, the demon, uh, brothers with the Undertaker, right. interrupts to explain that Lita is pregnant with Kane's child. Mm-hmm. And this is pre see no evil Kane, by the way. Just yeah. Fill in yeah. your own blanks. So he wasn't quite as evil then. And wasn't no. there. <laughs> this I, is a pretty evil storyline, guys. Yeah, wasn't there like. Penis. I like I forget before this wasn't it like Kane kidnapped Lita or something he's, like he'd that. He's been stalking her for weeks, and then yes. um, great. <laughs> and and then he would he would just beating up on Matt Hardy, and then he made some kind of a deal with her. And oh yeah, said, where it was like I'll spend the night with you if you stop beating up Matt Hardy. They or didn't something. even say that. They just she just came in the ring and said yes, yes, I'll do what you want. Got yeah, it. pretty much. Yeah. And, oh right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. So it was like uh, essentially I will. Carry the seed of your child if you stop beating up Matt. Hardy. It was, yeah, she, we just heard with we just heard her saying yes, and then this revelation that the baby was Kane's was like the big Jerry Springer moment. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that so, was uh, yeah. That and was some fun. of the things of Kane obsessing over Lita up to the weeks of this proposal. Mm-hmm. I guess it's what if we're using a technical term. I guess you can call a lot of the segments rapey. Yeah. If, te- yeah, to get bit. technical. If we're getting technical, and Creepy. I'm just getting technical. Creepy. I they're mean, to super, say the least. Yeah. They're super the weird. Very like, uncomfortable. They're super weird, like, stocky fucking, like, creepy dude stuff. And it's like, uh, I get, I guess I get where that is a, uh, a storytelling device. Sure. But there is a weird thing. Like, you guys talk a lot about, like, the line between reality and not reality and wrestling. And I'm like, I mean... Given that that line is there and like it is a little bit muddy, like I don't know, just don't do that. <laughs> like, well, just, it was this, just kill that idea. The more awkward part too was like this was a show being watched by like twelve year olds and right. stuff at the time. Oh yeah, so like, yeah, because they were transitioning after kind of this is when they started transitioning into a PG product. Right. They were still they turned to a PG. Product, yeah, this is yeah. this they is were still when fairly PG thirteen. This was this when they were PG thirteen. They were very Jerry Springer. It was How like sort of like the young... shock TV of the Attitude Era. They just kept ramping it up until. Yeah. 2006 or so when they were like oh we can't ramp this up anymore yeah i mean how many young men learned how to date from kane you I know like that's i hope zero yeah. but but I mean, also probably uh, 11 million i don't know how many people uh, that's, watch but that's okay those are the numbers okay so steven uh mm-hmm. moving moving on mm. so this led to the death do us part match that we referred to where yep. it was kane versus matt hardy the winner gets to marry lita great so women, women as rewards, and guys, by the way, that's not okay. Just saying how long this actually played up. I, I looked this up, and Matt proposes to her. Kane interrupts. Two months later, it's actually revealed on Raw. Two months go by, and then they reveal on Raw that Kane actually is the father. Like, she goes through a paternity test. Yeah, they have yeah. Like a couple of weeks uh, building up. Oh, Two months that. go by. Oh, yeah. Wasn't, there, yeah. wasn't wow. there a segment where it was literally, like, I, I vaguely remember, like, Kane wearing like kind of a like a button up shirt and he's just like real excited when it's announced that he's the father. I feel like that might have been a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they have uh, the death to us part match. The, the loser, uh, the, the winner of the match, gets to marry Lita. So right. Kane wins. Why would anybody agree that stipulation? No, honestly, what? I thought when I was I was understanding that I'm like, well, okay, but already Matt Hardy has lost to Kane already, right? So he's like been beaten up by Kane, and, and apparently Lita came in to save him. So 
logic would dictate that if you're going, you're like you're going up to somebody you already lost against in a physical competition. There's nothing to it. Sure. You're gonna lose again. I don't think I don't think Matt Hardy wants Lita. I think he's trying to get contractually get rid of her. He had to do it. He loves her. Stephen. <laughs> he was contractually getting rid of Lita. Well, <laughs> he aborted that relationship. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> he had his own contractions. Yeah, that's right, true. So, um, like in this storyline too, you constantly see a theme of the good guy constantly losing over and over again. Oh yeah. Over, like the good guy is set up. For something and just yeah. gets demolished. It's <laughs> truly well, awful. Yeah. Well, and this is something that Stephen has talked about a couple times. Is like wrestling. There are very predictable outcomes. Like you know, you all, the good guy's always going to win. Did you like if there mm-hmm. if there is a? Did you think that Kane was going to marry Lita and like that? Up to this point, this was going to happen. I mean, okay, wait. So you're asking me if I could predict this storyline? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> also, no one could. We got no you. one. But, could. but also, but also, like this is a. Fun, <laughs> I'm going to keep on using this word. It's Un- an abortion of it's the storyline. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the worst. It's a terrible, terrible storyline. So like, uh, I think. I, I think like a lot of it kind of ends in a wash in a way. Like, am I right? Like it after all is said and done, uh, this fake baby and all that. You're just like, like, what was the point of that? Like, what what came out of it? What what's the big change? And I'll that? tell you what the and point the answer was. Is nothing. No, the, the I will tell you there a counterpoint. There is there was a point, and it was to get the immortal. Gene Snitsky to debut. On oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that, and we'll get it into was, that. It was all just for Gene oh, Snitsky. Oh, we'll get into that. So okay, moving so, on to the next so, video. Yeah. Okay, so Kane wins the match and right. Lita's hand in marriage. So Kane and Lita As you do. have a That's how I a, met my girlfriend. They have a what? Yeah, sure. that's uh that's how, how we'll all meet our girlfriend. <laughs> meet the love of our life via uh, wrestling matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Win their hand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Dames like to be prizes, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they love that. Dames. Yeah, bros love that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, bros love it. Okay, so uh, then Kane and Lita have a wedding on Monday Night Raw. Here's a clip from that. Lita, I'm happy to say that you're more than just the woman carrying my child. You are now my property. You are mine to do with as I see fit. You will never know freedom. You will never again feel the embrace of another man. For there is no escape, Lita. From this day forward until the day you die, you are mine. Kane really wants this wedding to happen. Lita doesn't, yeah. but she goes along with it contractually. Well, I yeah. love that right off the bat, and I don't, this, this just feels like a Vince McMahon pitch or something. Yeah. Right off the bat to show how, and I'm air quoting, weird and fucked up the wedding is. Right. It's, hey, I got an idea. Let's make the ring bearer a juggalo and send out the, the flower girl. And oh yeah, they're little, little people. people. Yeah. 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 Super exploitive. Yeah. I don't love it. Because <laughs> when it comes, I swear that's got to be a Vince McMahon thing. You know oh, what's really funny? We just sent out two midgets. There's like a, oh, oh, oh that'll yeah. do it. There are yeah. no children in hell. Yeah. Aren't they, only aren't they only, creepy? There's only dwarves. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Jesus, like a, and, and get this. I love ICP. So a juggalo yeah, yeah, yeah. needs to Let's make one eyeliner on that. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vince loves little people. He does. Yeah. So this was dubbed the wedding from hell. But yes. Yeah, Ross. the wedding from hell. 
Yeah. yeah. So again, they pick that to show the first thing. Boy, this is pretty fucked up. But You're I like, I that's say, weird, like, huh? huh? But I want to say, though, all the wedding stuff is pretty normal, normal. wedding stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like that's like, something they I, are yeah. dressed in white. Like yeah. they, they, they yeah, have the, microphones the, that are draped in like white cloth. The leader comes out in black. Mm-hmm. And I think that they expected that to get a bigger crowd reaction yeah. than it did. Uh, yeah. And then Kane shows his incredible acting range like you've seen in See No Evil uh, and See No Evil 2, where he's just like he he looks like a child like who does it, who's never actually had an emotion, like a sociopath child, like trying to go like, what is now? What does mad look like? And <laughs> what is kind of amazing that it wasn't like a like a fucked up carnival of of, of right. fuckery. Like, yeah, the, yeah. Like, yeah, like why wasn't it like, like druids and whatnot? Yeah, why or like fire surrounding the ring. The like why hell. wasn't Paul Bearer yeah. like his best man? Yeah, like, it was just white. But I did like I did love Lita's uh, vows. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. She yeah, sincerely we, hopes that he rots in hell. Yeah, we, we played you, we Kane. played a clip from that just a second ago. Um, Eric Bischoff comes out and, that, and, and how he loves Ephesians. Wait, who came out? Eric Bischoff comes out and reads from the Bible. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Former general owner manager. of WCW. Then he became the general manager of Monday Night Raw. In WWE. We'll get to that at some point. I, um, that's very good. Um, Bischoff's WWE the one thing run. I, it was cool yeah, to it was see good. him. I want to point out, like, Kane, like, very aggressively, like, you're my property, right? Oh, Which also, yeah, like, you'll never know freedom. There is no escape. Right. You are mine. Uh, a monster. And how, yes. did the, how did the audience react to that? Uh, they, yeah! they, cheered. they cheered. They were psyched. Oh, they cheered. They were so fucking psyched. They're like, claim women. That's how we do it. Also, it was a different time in 2004. Yeah, 2004. Totally 12 years ago was uh, the dark. Years ago. Yeah, yeah. I do love how like Matt Hardy comes out to try to save her. And you think he's actually going to save her. He comes and he flies off the stage. Yep. Gets a cheap shot on Kane. Mm-hmm. And then he quickly gets demolished. Yeah. Okay, and beaten over through a table so off he, the stage. He, he tries to escape with Lita. <laughs> Matt Hardy. A wall of fire blocks their way. The, which, yes, which, by the way, by the which, by the way, Kane has the ability to summon fire. Okay, I'm great. not sure if you do that so yet. I have a great, I have a question on that. Then, so if he is trying to prevent Matt Hardy from ruining his wedding, and he hears the Matt Hardy music, and he predictably he should be coming down the ramp. Why did the wall of fire go up then? Why didn't it go up? Oh, then? that's a to, good point. To tease that Matt Hardy had a chance to get out of hell. Oh, okay, that's yeah. a good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like, I listen. I, all I think is like, if I had magic powers, I'd use them effectively. Yep. Well, I'll surround okay. the whole ring by fire during the whole the whole ceremony if I wanted to yeah, just yeah, that's great. Why didn't they bring up he's the done that before he could do that set yeah. up and yeah. set that up around the yeah he can do that he's done guys, that before we're getting jacked on this I love it also <laughs> okay. I loved I also don't know if you guys noticed the minister who was doing this wedding mm. the actor just the guy who was going oh, oh Kane oh, do you lead a take oh, yeah. it, it's like everything that they did that was weird he would just go it's, oh, okay it's Millhouse's well. dad personified <laughs> Yes. It's like a Sam really old man. The, like Vince McMahon was like, yeah. "Oh, there's one thing I love. It's Millhouse. Millhouse is dead. <laughs> I like that Simpsons. I'd, uh, I'd yeah, like I to be it. the minister for the wedding. <laughs> That's great. Okay, put so, a casting call out for an old minister. Okay, so uh, so after this, well, and also something that I think is funny is just like uh, going back to Kane referring to Lita as his property. I always think about like character logic. Does Kane think that this is the right thing? Does he think that this is okay to say? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah like, internally, logic-wise, is he like, I'm the good guy in this is, situation? Well, he's, is he from hell? Is I mean, that's the deal? No, he's not no, from hell. Not from he's hell. just part demon He's the Undertaker's or oh, he's part demon. bastard brother. Yeah, yeah. Who they um, refer to as a demon. It's, it, well, I guess then there's no logic behind that. Yeah, fair he shouldn't enough. be saying that. Well, yeah. you know what? <laughs> Kane has... 
if you if you call back to Dumb Shit Mountain, this will be real big for the listeners. But folks, Kane really gets the Michael Myers uh, treatment in that you don't need to know Stephen. All you need to know is that yeah. he's pure evil. Oh yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, great call back so I like that, that a Dumb Shit Mountain reference is referencing the movie Halloween. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I don't um, even remember that. Okay. Me yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't remember that either. Two of we're half of like it was the Halloween show, and it was. Guys, just let's like, not get into it. Right. Oh, Joey was too uh, focused on being naked. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. oh yeah. There's multiple. I've been naked on stage. People have seen my seven foot weird body on stage before. <laughs> and my seven three foot, foot dick. <laughs> Guys, three it's very penis. it's very proportionate to my body. Right. <laughs> it's equally weird. That's not proportionate if your butt penis is the same length as your body. So, all right. Okay. So, time, Lita, okay. Yeah, so up to this time, Lita has been thwarting all of Kane's magic. Yeah, she's now yeah. married. After the right. wedding, Kane, Alita is like short, sort of Kane's valet, and she's purposely making Kane lose matches because she's mm-hmm. not happy in this relationship. All the while, that's tough. Kane, they need like, therapy. I think, yeah, like, like Kane can't can't strike her or anything like that because she's pregnant and he does not want to damage his <laughs> yeah. demon spawn. But if because that's the only reason <laughs> yeah. why you shouldn't strike your wife. That's but the if only reason. She wasn't pregnant. Yeah. All oh, bets are off. Shit, he take her down. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that 2004. Leads... I just want to say, like, why didn't they try to do like a mending the marriage storyline? Like that seems. I great. feel like they might have. Like honestly, oh, no. Once again, <laughs> I once think again, the storyline kind of dabbles into that a little bit. Once again, right. a little bit. This is yeah. this this storyline took months. This was not mm-hmm. week to week. So months. I feel like they're. Probably was what, yeah. a marriage counseling segment in an episode of Monday Night Raw. Sheamus comes out. There no, no, no. Sheamus is much later. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It would be Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I feel like there probably was a marriage counselor segment mm-hmm. where the marriage counselor was like, sorry, he's just evil. Like, <laughs> There's nothing I, mean, I can do. <laughs> honestly, dad again. <laughs> this did go from like summer of 2004 to summer of 2005 and then plus Lita and Edge after that. So I had two yeah. weddings. The whole thi- yeah, the whole yeah, there thing were two was... Wed- okay, okay, so, so no, I actually really quickly, uh, so the the next clip, uh, you know how YouTube suggests the next clip, it suggested the the uh, the Edge Lita wedding, right? Yeah. Uh, and I quickly like clicked through that. It's like almost the exact Exact same beats of they the all are. Yeah. Like, oh, well, okay, every so. wedding they've ever done on on Raw is always it gets interrupted by somebody in the Titantron revealing yeah. something. Huge. Well, yeah, pro- right. professional or wrestling. run on an attack and destroying the wedding set. Exactly. Look, look there's was, a yeah, there's a long history of professional wrestling weddings. There's there's one every couple of years. They're always fun. <laughs> but, but see, my thing is like I, it would it would make me so happy if they just did one that was normal, <laughs> just nothing. No, they actually too. they have there has been a normal one. They I, had uh, the Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, Macho yeah. Man and Miss Elizabeth. I believe that there was. I want to say like Teddy Long uh, marrying uh, I forget her name, but she was it was an ECW or SmackDown. Oksana? Yeah, it was like Teddy Long marrying Oksana. I think that that one was like let's make our wedding a tag team match. No, it wasn't even that. It was like the tag team Doom no, was his best. I man. do play I'd play up. Like you know, like the next week she divorced him or whatever. Yeah. But like, but the actual wedding was fine. But anyway, yeah. so I digress. And we so, don't remember yes. that because it was you know you know we yeah. Oksana. yeah. Um, okay, so. Um, and then we lead to uh, like the debut of a hot young upstart uh, who we all really love uh, yeah. named Gene Snitsky. He was actually brought in as just a jobber. Yeah, yeah. so um, something that uh, you know that somebody is a jobber or a, or a guy designed to lose if they do not get a ring entrance. If it's like mm-hmm. there's a, re- you know, Kane has an entrance right. and the wrestler is fighting just already in the ring. Uh-huh. That's uh, a surefire sign that that guy is going to lose. Do you know what a jobber is, Stephen? I I feel like I basically understand. Yeah, it's yes. a, it's a guy. It's sort of you know, it's a meat bag. It's a yeah. tomato can. If <laughs> you the guy sent out to do the job to put the star over. Yeah. They're they're an extra like in the story, sure, right? Kind of. So just, like there, kind but of. so uh, so this was actually an interesting <laughs> debut for 
like Snitsky, like you thought as an, as an audience member that this was going to be a jobber. This right. was going to be a guy that was going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, they have a match. Kane beats him like pretty handily. Uh, Snitsky gets a little bit of offense in. And then um, there's a point where I forget why, but this was an ODQ match for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where uh, like Kane pulls out a chair and gets, is about to use it on Snitsky. And then Snitsky. Uh, like sh- he like uses the chair to shove Kane on Delita. Yeah, this, right. the the thing Kane's been doing yeah. during the storyline is putting a folding chair across the neck of somebody right. and like doing a move where he stomps a chair and like, yeah, stomps their larynx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did it to Shawn really Michaels. A move you'll never see anymore. But uh, no, God no. He was like doing that like in every match. He's about to crush this jobber's larynx, mm-hmm. and then Lita steps in and, and tries to stop this yeah, stop right. this monster from from doing this. Right. Um, he turns around to to admonish his wife as you do as, as, a, as sure. a demon husband <laughs> <Property. does. laughs> and then he is hit from behind by Gene Snitsky with mm-hmm. a steel chair yeah and Kane falls, falls on, on Lita, Lita. Yeah. and right away right away J.R. and King God bless and they just go oh no <laughs> oh no oh no oh no oh no the pregnant can... Lita back go we, we yeah. haven't told to react like this oh, no. um, and uh, oh, there's God. there's a lot of very serious moments oh, no. where Lita's like no my baby and yeah. Kane's like my son I just want to yeah. say nobody's more in tune with her baby than Lita because she's like it's dead I know <laughs> <laughs> like and her reaction I don't feel it moving right zero away. to a hundred real quick and I gotta yeah. say what you mentioned Joey isn't it interesting though yeah the, the, the booking of the debut of Snitsky is that it seems clear cut well here comes another. even though he is a tall guy mm-hmm. which Vince McMahon does love his tall guys yeah. that's the difference is he wasn't a little vanilla midget uh, yeah. uh, type. Hey, that's a wrestling term, and I'm not kidding. That's, that's a wrestling term. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just he, because he, it's he a term doesn't mean it's not. A, a guy 5'10", 5'11". A, a, a guy under six foot who's a good wrestler, but otherwise yeah, Lance very, Storm, very white. Like me. He wasn't a quote-unquote yeah. yeah. vanilla midget. He was, so he was a big guy, so that's a little... Off. Like, but like, okay, yeah. but like, but watching it, I just thought this was going to be a jobber squash. Totally, you still think it's going to be a squash? Matt, Matt Hardy's out of the guy. picture at this point. Yeah, we yeah. haven't Matt, seen him in a few weeks. Matt Hardy's dead. He's, yeah, and, he's, and, he's found himself at the bottom of a, a whiskey bottle. Well, we'll get yeah. to that. Too. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get so, to, we'll get to that a little bit later. So, but yeah, it is an interesting debut, and in that they suddenly thrust this guy. They kind of trick us, and they thrust him into this interesting, yeah, goofy storyline. It all is made to seem like this big accent in the ring, and they spend like probably like five minutes just putting her in a stretcher, and EMTs are attending to her. Actually, yeah. let's, since we talked about it, let's hear a couple clips from the, the commentators for that. Here's a shot. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Lita. Oh, no. Kane fell right on Lita. So, uh, and you, you can also notice the audience was chanting baby killer at Snitsky. Yes, yeah. and at this point, it, it, it really hit me, too. Kane... Kane, the demon Kane, is screaming, the baby's gonna be okay! The baby's gonna be okay! And at this point, I'm thinking, this is wrestling at its absolute most soap opera-iest it could yeah. ever get. Yeah, yeah it's like... like uh, it's absurd. When is this guy showing any compassion this whole time? For months, he's just been this, like... yeah. He got, he got like, he's really attached to being a father he's all He's concerned about his seed, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, he, he won that seed fair and square in a match, right? <laughs> he yes. won my he won his woman and a baby in a match. <laughs> so, well, two matches. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Also, I want to point out to something I forgot to say is, uh, uh, there, I believe it's Kane is contractually obligated based on that. Like if he wins or loses, to cease f- uh, physicality with Lita. Sure. Uh, like so, whoever loses also. In the contract, they can't hook up anymore. It says so. <laughs> so then, then I think it's later in the same episode, maybe the next week. I don't know. We're shown Lita losing her baby. 
Uh, oh, this is a week later in the hospital. A week, a week yeah. later in yeah, the yeah, hospital. Yeah. The doctor comes out and says, Lita has lost the baby. Oh, God. Please, can we now cut to Kane's reaction? Unfortunately, we lost the baby. The most epic no you'll ever hear. That was more of a no than Anakin Skywalker in episode three. So yeah. much more. But you wanted that baby. He like worked really hard for that baby. He and, won a lot of wrestling matches okay. to get a baby. And Lita's also, just staring off into the distance, void of emotion, yeah, vacant. The, ca- the catatonic uh. thing. It's all, it's all, <laughs> what a moment. They're all oh, so bad at acting. It's incredible. <laughs> when, like, uh, and, like I know they're I know they're just athletes. I'm gonna put in that air quotes too. We're but they are Steven. so bad at we're acting. Just, no. Yeah. <laughs> when oh, they're, yeah. And there was a this I guess would technically be a double turn mm-hmm. where Kane was a very hardcore heel with this and like but now like now Snitsky's the heel for killing Lita's baby and he, Kane is I guess, Kane and Lita are I guess the faces here yes I yeah guess they're the good More guys less, here yes. Lita, Lita so, says like this she didn't realize how much she loved the baby and then yeah. start to see her warming up right. to Kane right and then working together in matches and whatnot. What a Snitsky's weird... the bad guy now. What a weird... Like, I just don't... Like, I don't <laughs> like... I, I know this is, like, tricky and then we're... I we're watching your confusion. We're four, I love it. We're four guys and, like, so, like, I totally get it. Uh, this is a weird thing. But, like, I don't know that I love the politics around a lot of this or, like, what it's saying. Uh, right. I like, I mean, the, the simple, easy one is, like, it's you're my property or whatever. That's awful and terrible. But it's, like... But then she seems to feel obligated to towards Kane even though she he is bad to her and she's always hated him but she had a baby and then lost it and now she has an obligation towards Kane I'm like I mean I don't know no, it like was the baby and it was like revenge against the baby killer Gene Snitsky but but mm-hmm. doesn't she help Kane like kind of isn't the helping the Kane kind of outside that storyline too or did I not understand Yeah she definitely but him and her and Kane definitely are on the same page. Right. Yes. Of let's they unite against his Gene Snitsky. Baby so uh, right. Let, let's let's show uh, one of Gene Sn- or two of Gene Snitsky's amazing promos. Yeah. Right out of right, the game. Right now. Well, uh, Mr. Snitsky, uh, I would have to say that you certainly have to feel uh, some remorse as Look. to what transpired last week. Look, I already told you, it's not my fault. So that's that's Gene Snitsky's battle cry. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's just even after the storyline ended, that was how his entrance music started. But also, like he later goes on to say, like that he's sorry, very sarcastically. Yeah. Which again, I just don't get. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then he's like, challenged, like what? Like I'll just beat you up. I'm like, who is this? Guy? I love this guy. Cartoony, I love terrible him. actor, villain. I guess, but also like. I guess here's my here's like if you really see what he's saying about like when he goes like he he's saying it's not his fault but he sarcastically apologizes to it so that means he's not apologizing for it which means he's acknowledging that he does it which means he's comfortable causing a miscarriage well, like he, the logic oh, yeah. would dictate he's like I'm fine causing your miscarriage and yeah. I don't feel fucking bad about it I think that's I'm a like, good point to go into um yeah let's go the, to this uh, tormenting of Lita yes yeah, so in that, a yeah, notorious yeah. interview that may encapsulate this whole storyline uh, the epic baby punting moment you can't have him he's mine and i'll do to him whatever i want what, what? oh 
Yeah, you, you brought a baby to the ring and then punched it into the audience. Also, oh, oh my God. What's your baby's name? Let me oh. ask him. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have a name. Yeah. Yeah, Steven, react so to this. when you thought this could go lower, did this surprise you? We, yeah, went, we dropped the floor out. <laughs> yeah, where, where, was your, where was your mind on this? So Yeah, yeah you're right. This it's is, funny. Gene, you're right. It's so bad. It's so funny. And then, but, but <laughs> like, again, I, it's so, the logic on it is so weird. He's tormenting her with her baby that he didn't cause she, she could he caused her to not not have and then he put like what is a baby what doll? is it what is this yeah. so he talks it, to it, it it's pretty dark it's but it's also God. so stupid it's so, well, it's so and, dumb and this is, uh, there's a thing in professional it's wrestling so there's a thing in professional wrestling called uh, wrestlecrap and that's that's when a gimmick that theoretically should be good fails or like mm-hmm. something like the gobbledygooker the wrestling chicken would like would be up there that with should that. be great should like, be that, 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 well, I mean, that but it's something that it's like champion. but it's something yes, where yeah. like that character was clearly pitched and the costume was made with the best intentions that people were going to love it yeah. and it just and it just for whatever reason just doesn't land yeah mm-hmm. and this, this lands inter- for the wrong reasons yeah, we're like still some, talking yeah, about yeah. it years later yeah, just so, because it landed for all the wrong yeah, reasons something wrong lands reasons. for the wrong reasons right so um th- this term probably was coined in, i want to say like 2003 that's kind of when the website wrestlecrap.com was mm-hmm. formed very good website the very and, worst of pro wrestling and mm-hmm. um I was actually I was a regular reader of the WrestleCraft forums at this point, and um, <laughs> God, and yeah, and I'm uh, real cool. And um, see, Steven's disappointed. This is the first time that I remember of like people being aware that something is WrestleCraft while it's happening. <laughs> so like it was WrestleCraft in real time. Yeah, real so, time. So like twenty four so, for WrestleCraft. So, so he was like he was uh, like at first he's he's I mean Gene Snitsky he's a I'm sure a very lovely person he's. Uh, but he's like, he has like, he like looks awkward and weird, sure. and like his promos are awkward, and he punted a baby in the he audience. Embraced right. it, really. He and yelled, like, he yelled at the baby right before it to like shut up, and then yeah. asked it a question, and all like, the while knowing it's a baby. And like, hey, fake what's baby. Your and he punts it. And like, he punts it. At first, the internet and myself were like, "What's this? Is not good. What's this? What's this garbage?" Yeah. But then there was a moment. Like probably specifically baby punning, where it's like, no, never mind. This is great. <laughs> no, it's wonderful. I'm yeah, in. and I'm then in. and Gene Gene Snitsky actually has developed. He still has like kind of a cult following under wrestling fans. He does of just being like <laughs> it's just like if if it's like it went pro choice. It went to the fans. point of like I guess so bad that it's good or like so uh-huh. ba- so like so weird that it's entertaining. Yeah, this definitely yeah. totally kind of, absurd. Yeah. yeah, and this definitely yeah. put him over in sort of like the cult area. Not to mention that we we will show you this at a later date, Stephen. But he did kind of go on to have like a second uh, like a second career resurgence where they sort of tweaked his gimmick and made him even crazier, like darker and Is crazier. And by that they shaved his head and they shaved his eyebrows but and they made his colored, teeth yellow. Yeah, colored and his before, teeth yellow and he had bad acne too. And before that, even before that, even before that, they added to his gimmick that uh, he has a foot fetish. Oh yeah! So there were multiple parts where it's like he's like That's he's like licking Mae Young's feet in a backstage yeah. segment. And he was also having like a yeah. feud with Heidenreich, who's another fucking weirdo. Yeah. And they became a team yeah. of like yeah. big disturbed poets. Oh my god! And then him and, and then him and Tomko had a team that just looked <laughs> like the most awkward. Tyson it was just like Tomko. it was like if you look at Gene Snitsky in like a button-up shirt, 
he just looks like oh I'm uncomfortable like all the a time goof, man yeah, just, like, like just like a big uh, I mean this in the best way but like kind of like a just a big goof in a fun way so the, I just so want to say real quickly I'm sorry uh, yeah. you uh, you guys always keep on bringing up one day I'll see this thing and that sounds so tertiary to anything related to wrestling like it sounds so not important and I just want you to know I'm never gonna catch up I'm trying to get out <laughs> I'm trying to get oh, out man. right now it's episode 11 and <laughs> I'm like Can, is, yeah is, we'll is, wait until we get to episode I, two I tried to show you a valley <laughs> It's too bad you uh, pro wrestling. Yeah, it's that's right. Too bad that you lost the uh, the till podcast do us part match. Ha <laughs> Requires you to be right. so, so, okay, listen so, to this, well. Stephen. So what I want to mention uh, in between clips that we have here. So listen, this is important, Stephen, for why the okay. crowd reacts the way they do. Please. During this time, right after, yeah. shortly after this, Lita for real gets injured. So she's kind of uh, she, she's walking around with a crutch. She's been feuding with Trish Stratus in some of the best. Women's championship matches. The yeah. division has seen. Yeah, honestly, genuinely, WWE. very, very good matches. Great match. Very yeah. good feud. Lita and Trish were great wrestlers. It's sort of like the proto women's revolution of like just great, great women's wrestling. But listen to this. Okay. During this time, Lita was actually dating Matt Hardy in real life for real. Okay. With the the uh, you know the emergence of the internet, uh, Matt new, gets injured. Uh, Matt one gets time injured. he's gone after uh, well. Well, like she's with like Kane and feuding with Snitsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Hardy's out of WWE. He's on the road or he's re- rehabbing. He's back at home. News gets out. Word gets out on the internet. And again, legit that Lita, Amy Dumas, had an affair with Adam Copeland, a.k.a. Edge, wrestler Edge. So they actually hooked up in life <gasps> for real. This internet leaks. Th- th- this, yeah, this information leaks onto the yeah, internet. Like, like Matt Hardy posted it on. I believe it was like it was MySpace or Live Journal or YouTube or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he goes Friendster. to his Live Journal. So, so during, this, is. during this time, yeah. Matt Hardy actually gets released from the company. They future endeavored him. Stephen, yeah. he, he got, got he released. Got, and Edge got, was his buddy. They all came up together. Yeah, For years the Hardy Boys have feuded with. Uh, Edge and Christian right. now, in a series all of, a of table ladders and chairs matches. Yeah. yeah, so they fired Matt Hardy for going public with his girlfriend with cheating dirty on him. Laundry. You're yeah. all you're all yelling at now me. all of a sudden. Yeah. She's the good guy. Now all of a sudden yeah. the crowd knows. And Lita and they have to change the storyline because as Lita now walks into every arena, she gets booed the fuck out of the place. Yeah, and people right. chant, You screwed Matt. You screwed and stuff Matt. Like that. Right. We want Matt. We want Hardy. Despite well, all the horribly, Edge. all the horrible stuff. I mean, I think Edge through. literally yeah. made that joke at some point. Yeah. Good. good. So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, so, definitely. So as a part of this, they decide to transition they, to the next phase. They decide of the transition story. to the ne- next phase, where it's Lita good. turning on Kane and siding with Edge. They fig- I think that th- this is a professional. Uh, this is real life influencing professional wrestling in the yep. sense of okay, so these two people that weren't really related at all storyline wise. Like they're being booed for the same reason, even if it's a real life thing. So let's put them let's together. So at least, yeah. So at least one segment is being ruined instead of two segments being. So ruined. it's a yeah. it's a match called like uh, the race for the gold, I believe. It's it was a, a gold rush tournament. Gold rush tournament on Monday Night Raw, and it's like a round robin, and it's the finals, and it's Edge and Kane, and Lita's and Ed is in Kane's corner. Oh yeah, and at this point. And- Kane is like the good guy now. Kane's really. a good guy. They've been working together for a few months. Against, <laughs> but they're booing her. He's out been of the helping arena. her against Trish Stratus, who was a bad guy in the storylines. But then she turns on Kane <gasps> and hands a briefcase to Edge. Let's hear a we- little clip of that. So 
so also I want to I want to mention all of a sudden she's a heel. Uh, they're embracing that storyline, but then at the end of Raw, like right when it goes off the air, Jr. screams, "That's a man's wife, you harlot!" Because <laughs> <laughs> her the and Edge are making reason. out on the ramp, and yeah. Edge was I got to tell you, man, Edge. He was at the top of his career for that. He was. And, he was you know, in prime form. He was the rated oh, R superstar. Big jerk, you know, probably at the time in real life for doing all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, man, was he so good. Great He was champion, so good at being talker. hated. And I then, love it. And then they do another segment, uh, kind of putting the nail in the coffin on it, where Lita and Edge flush Kane's wedding ring down the toilet. Mm-hmm. We're going to show a brief clip from that. I mean, there is no way. You could. I know. No, that's just too evil. A sacred symbol such as my... Wedding ring could not know. Oh, you shattered them. Edge. It's just, it's really hard for me. I just. crowd is chanting you screwed matt yeah right. she called kane a fourth grader in the bedroom in the bedroom uh, yeah damn. In the bedroom. Epic so now burn. what we've seen in the storyline the monster has become the victim, and the yeah. victim has become the monster. That means he doesn't know yeah. how his weenie so works, Stephen. This is art. He doesn't know how to work his weenie. Um, I guess. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. Weenie. Okay, so, uh, and then, um, of course, as wrestling uh, works, uh, this was, and once again, this storyline took place over the span of a year plus. Yep. Uh, Lita and Edge have a wedding ceremony. Right. Which Gene Snitsky uh, performs this poem at. <laughs> oh, which we're oh very man, excited. we're flying through oh, Okay. Yeah, this is great. As a gift to you on your special day, I wrote a special passage, and I entitled it, It's Not My Fault. It's not my fault you fell in love. It's not my fault it came from above. It's not my fault. Edge and Lita chose this direction. It's not my fault. Kane can't get an erection. It's not my fault the things that love can do to us. (laughs) Just like it's not my fault. You had a dead baby in your uterus. Oh my gosh. It's not his fault. I genuinely think that somebody, I've seen somebody having a tattoo of this entire poem on their back. What? That's a stupid choice. Somebody has Kane can't get an erection tattooed on their body. Probably. Oh, man. Stephen, what you look what, what are your thoughts so far? You yeah, like you kind of pummeled by this. Story. This is all We're kind of throwing a lot at you, and you're all yelling at me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's important. yeah we haven't let's we haven't off. we haven't let's stopped to off. breathe. We gotta t- tell us yeah. tell us what you think about let's all take this. A I mean, uh, like, okay, honestly, like this story. Uh, here's what I guess I don't understand is like, <laughs> how many times have you said I don't understand your? I don't understand you guys. It's like when I'm watching this, I'm like, and I I'm getting. I'm getting this mainlined in a way. Like, you guys, it, when you had to yeah, watch it, took a it year. you watched it week by week. Yeah, and yeah. You spent the time the with course. it. And then also all the other shit going on. As I'm getting it mainlined to me, and I'm just like, <laughs> here's the story, which I directed in the, the vein, Wikipedia baby. article. Like, I understand it. But even before I go in, I'm just like, this is boring and not interesting. Like, at every moment, like, when I got my only note on the whole, like, Lita betraying Kane match, I usually watch and take little notes just to understand stuff. And my note was, 
ugh, I'm over this whole storyline. At what and point? Like, wait, at what point were you over it? When Lita betrays Kane, like, oh, and okay. all, like that. I remember just I, the, whole, oh, okay, the very fair. beginning. But the whole well, thing, I'm just new like, guy are we still doing this? Like, are we still following this story? Like, I, I, wait. So you were you were in it for like seven, like seven. We had clips? you do baby punching. No, <laughs> no. you were in it through uh, baby punching. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's not what Should I'm be. trying to say, but that's fine. Uh, it's just it's so it's so exhausting. Like, don't you guys get exhausted with this? Like, honestly, like when you these stories when you watch them and you're admitting this isn't the best, and that's great. Yep. But like, don't oh, you I'm guys admitting this might be the worst. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> that's why I brought it to well, you. Well, worse than Katie Vick. Oh. We'll, we'll, show we'll show you that later. We'll show you that later. We'll show you that. But like, don't, but like, seriously, like, don't you guys get? bored with these storylines at some point sure sometimes but, but that's that's something that I guess uh, is interesting about professional wrestling and it's I think that or specifically WWE that like uh, I think that is a thing that you you would probably like about Lucha Underground and dislike about WWE Lucha Underground has a season no he's, he's, he's watched some. Yeah, he's seen it he, I he, think that might be better than everything else but yeah. not by a lot yeah um, <laughs> so Lucha Underground is there are seasons there's 20 or whatever episodes so they write like a season arc right and they have off seasons and they have series premieres and series finales mm-hmm. uh, WWE does not have that so it's Only literally around. just once a week 365 days a year so like storylines just they kind of roll into each other yeah and um, this is probably, I mean, there are some times where it's happened very effectively, specifically like the Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair to Shawn Michaels, Batista to Shawn Michaels, Y2J storyline was a very effective oh, yeah. six, seven, eight month, like just arc of storylines that like were paid off very beautifully and like did it very seamlessly. This is an example of just like, oh man, we just got to have like TV for another week. I, what think, well, I think why we were hooked in was because the impact of like Lita really cheating with Edge was pretty shocking for us. Yeah. And this yeah. is like the boom of like internet, internet smart sheets and we would go on message boards and read the news before yeah. it happened. Well, and- that's, I mean, that's like, gossip brag shit yeah, like, yeah. it is well, it's like this it's, is the, our soap opera. <laughs> it's the it's the multiple realities of wrestling and actually uh, a clip that i want to show you uh real quick uh that oh, no. sort of that ties all of this in a nice bow is um uh matt hart like the chants were so loud for matt hardy that after a couple months vince mcmahon rehired him yes and brought him back to the company to feud with edge and matt hardy's first night back in the company he cut this promo matt hardy is back And Edge, you ruined my dream of one day having a family. You destroyed my dream of one day having children. And you came this close, this close to destroying my dream of being a WWE superstar, something that I have worked my entire life for. And the only thing that would make me more happy than permanently injuring you, Edge, or ending your career is if you were killed in a car accident before I had the chance. Mm. All right, so uh, Matt Hardy comes back and completely throws the past year of storylines under the bus and says, that wasn't real, but this is real. And then he says that he wants Edge to die in a car accident. And that... That is a shoe. That's the conclusion of that storyline. Uh-huh. <laughs> that just, I mean, but does it? Oh man, it's all for nothing. It's all for nothing. I don't understand. Like, 
It's the stories are all so thinly drawn. They're all so not interesting. And then it just ends with like, yeah, hey, well, that wasn't real. And I hope that guy dies. In well, the no, car they, have a, they have a feud and they, well, yeah. they have Matt Hardy and Edge. I mean, yeah, Edge they, and Matt they kind had of some matches. And Edge and Matt Hardy yeah. honestly have a very good like what's called a blood feud where it's like it, it's basically like it's I, a feud that, get it. <laughs> that has a level of reality to it and that they genuinely dislike each other, but they're willing to work together professionally. Right. And it's just like you want to that's. That is an that's an angle and not a storyline because it's like this guy. I mean, I, don't know, it's, like, I guess it's a storyline. They but went, it's like, but they went on to have a very good feud. They really did. Yeah, yeah. it's it's considered to be one of the top feuds in WWE history, chronicled and, by the network show rivalries. Yeah. And like though the good. year prior to it, with <laughs> See it, uh, the year prior sure to it, with like you know uh, Edge being forced to marry Kane and whatever, and Gene Snitsky and an abortion and like Mis- it was that. a miscarriage, Mis- Joey. Yeah, I don't uh, think Kid right. Joey knows much about female <laughs> reproductive systems. Like that's what I've learned. From he this only one. knows what Gene Snitsky told him. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Which is you had a dead baby in your uterus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy who has that tattooed on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> jo- Joey just taking notes and goes, ah, an abortion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey man, I got a seven foot body. I got a lot all of right, for tattoos. Right. Uh, that's that's right. But. Uh, uh, but okay, you. so yeah, so the in conclusion. I mean, like this led to a very good feud. Yes, but it the, did. But the year and prior also to it. Trish and Lita was like a great feud happening in the background of this. Yeah. Too. Yes, it was. Or concurrently with this. Mm-hmm. But uh, you also had some very comedic moments, like punting a baby into the audience. And but I don't think yeah. that was like intended comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking back, like what, what, like. I don't understand the intention of it. And I've asked this before. I'm like, is it comedy? Is yes. it athletic? Is it, yes. a, is it a morality play? I, I don't understand what Kane's anything's a monster. happening. And it, this, this, I, I'm, I side with you. I don't understand a lot of the storyline, too. <laughs> yeah, none it's of us bizarre. do. You're, none you're, of us do. This is not so. I brought in the hopes you could explain this, it to me. This guy does like the anti of the save the cat moment. Yeah. And somehow they spin him to be the victim in this storyline. Yeah, isn't it's it amazing? It's all insane. Uh, okay, so. Real uh, quick, I just want to point out there's another great moment in the, the it, Lita and Edge flushing down the wedding ring. We didn't talk about it. Please. Is one, they're the worst actors in the world. Everybody great. should watch that clip. But two, uh, after they flush the toilet, you hear the toilet going, and then they start making out, standing directly over the toilet. <laughs> oh, they make out everywhere. <laughs> they oh, make yeah. out everywhere. They, but an over the toilet, I'm like, how erotic. They had a live sex show in the ring. Lita and Kane had a yeah. live no, sex no, show. No, no, no. Lita and Edge. I've heard of Lita and Edge. I've heard about this. Yeah, there was a the business the center of the ring. Lita was very like, naked. Like under the covers or yeah, something? Yeah, 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 yeah this covers. was at the height of like Edge's healed him. Dude. It was right after he won the championship belt from John Cena. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a victory live sex And they promoted the it and everything. Yeah, oh, it's like, it's like live sex. sex in the middle. The ones that's, again, that's probably, they go under the oh, covers and they take off each other's underwear and toss it out. And Ric Flair comes in and interrupts. Uh-huh. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, yeah as Ric Flair is known to do. Yeah, he interrupts all Damn sex. One one day we have to do a, uh, an episode just focusing on like the weird sexploitation thing because another suggested clip that I had come up was uh, like the final auditions for somebody. What are the Told divas? Us. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were going to show you that doing like episode. ice cream and they're like rubbing it on their tits. Oh, and, like, this is ice cream, and I like it with sprinkles. And some of them are 2005 doing it was a different time. <laughs> yeah, how it's, empowering. It's much, that's like so almost weird. yeah. I think that ended with uh, I forget her name. Uh, but like whoever won it by like eating a pie with her butt or something. <laughs> the Candace Michelle. Yeah, can, no, not, can, not Candace Michelle, but her winner before that. Joey doesn't know how the female productive Christy system Hemming? works. Is it Christy or the digestive yeah. system. Yeah, Chrissy Yammy. Christy no, this Hemming. is no. She literally said, "My butt is hungry," and then sat on a pie. Yeah, hear that, Jr. Butt's yeah. hungry. 
I wonder uh, if somebody please, has a tattoo on my butt. <laughs> what was that, Gene? I wonder if so, somebody, that, that should have been the catchphrase. So, my butt is hungry. My butt is hungry. <laughs> so that's not me not understanding how the digestive system works. That's Christy Hemi not oh understanding how the digestive system works. Yeah, I don't so, think so. Funny. Uh, but okay, so I, uh, I think this is probably uh, closing thoughts on the storyline. Yeah. Uh, I guess should we rate the overall storyline yeah. out of, out of five if it wasn't my fault? As could, well as Gene Snitsky. Could we use... Uh, punted babies as the instrument. Punted of babies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, what do yeah. you say, Joey? Uh, okay, so God, I'm gonna give this five punted babies. God. I'm giving it five. Yeah, uh, I'm giving it five punted babies. So like, my, I'm thoroughly entertained. My reason for it is that this is just an example of like pro wrestling madness. Gene yeah. Snitsky was very. He has a weird charisma to him that he if sure this does. that like if this storyline is what brought him to wrestling, then like I love the storyline. Yep. It led us to a very good feud with uh, Edge versus Matt Hardy. And while like yes, there was a lot of like very questionable stuff, like uh, you're my property and stuff like that, that like I definitely don't agree with and isn't cool. Um, hey. I. I don't know. It's just a lot ex- of fucked up stuff. It's yeah. just an example of pro Several wrestling abortions. insanity. <laughs> that's like, it's <laughs> like sort of why you hate it and why you love it at the same time. Sure, Gene, like, we're looking at a five and a five. Now that we've talked about it out loud, yeah, we, is, you've workshopped almost, it with us. This is ten babies we've murdered. What are you ten thinking? What are you thinking now and that we've may, we've had the time? Severely injured. <laughs> um, I'd give it three. Okay. Three, three punted punted babies. babies. There were parts of it I was very entertained by. There were parts of it I was very creeped out by sure. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, I want. I, I just. This was something that's like I wanted Stephen to see, and I what I just want to see. Just saying it out loud is ridiculous, and just wanted to yeah. see what somebody who's new to wrestling what they think of it. And yeah, I just wanted to. Just, I just <laughs> brought it because I wanted. It's to see Snitsky that puts it over the top for me. Well, yeah. And to his credit, it gets so like, dark that it becomes absurdist yeah, uh, yeah well yeah i guess that that's like and this is yes like there's so much creepy stuff that like yes normally it would lose a lot of points like if it was like the storyline it would be like a two but like the addition of gene snitsky and like kane is kane is made of teflon they throw so much crap at him yeah and he somehow he left like this is the type of thing that could end a wrestler's career a wrestler's career has been ended for way less than this yes but kane is so good at rebounding to, to what like what do you mean lose a career over this like they gave him a bad okay, so, story what's so, so okay what? so literally, it, it would tank their career okay, because so of how literally, bad it was mm-hmm. that matt hardy promo where he says that edge uh should die in a car accident uh-huh. is why he was never a main eventer okay just that promo was so like kind of awkward and weird that is why he would, did not. That that is why he was kind of stuck as a mid carter, and uh-huh. one of the big reasons that it was sort of like like so afterwards, so like, okay, like no, literally it. like afterwards, Vince McMahon has kind of said, or people have heard people writers and people who worked who worked for WWE at the time have said that like after that, Vince McMahon was like, well, like Matt Hardy's never gonna, like, he's gonna lose this feud. Yeah. Like they yeah. originally wanted it to be a back and forth feud, but like it was just Edge destroyed him. Well, he even says right as he's leaving the ring, he's like, I'm giving you a live mic. Yeah. That was, Sink or swim. Don't yeah. fuck this up. Yeah. yeah and Matt, so you're saying then that Kane is so good yeah. that he has somehow made this storyline good? It's not that he's made it good. It's just that he, he plays that character. He left the storyline not worse off than before he was in it. In fact, I think Kane actually ended up on the on the on the better side of all of this because then See No Evil came afterwards. Yeah, See No Evil sucks dicks. Yeah, but they gave him his own movie. Yeah. 
I did guess... he have a do you have a title reign after that too? Yeah, he, he had, has. Yeah, he did. I think it was like it was late late two thousands. He actually he beat the Undertaker in several matches and he had the world title for a little while. They... So solidified him as a monster hill, and eventually yes. he would become a main eventer. Yeah, it didn't. I mean, he was already pretty solidified before that. He was always kind a of a main eventer before it was, that. It was something different for him. You've you've but seen it's... him fight the Undertaker so many times. Yeah, he can always fluctuate though between main event, mid card, monster, dark, crazy heel. Funny uh, guy, especially when he was in tag teams from people with like X Pac, the Hurricane, RVD, Daniel Bryan. He's he's so adaptable and like talented and like is able to go into any role that they throw him in, including shit storylines, and really does come out better on the on the uh, including even uh, as recent as Corporate Kane, which one that started out good, they kind of fucked up, but he's really not hurt for it. Weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, uh, that's fine, and we don't have to spend more time on this. But I, all <laughs> I'm all I'm saying is like, you don't. What agree. did Kane do? What did he actually do in it that made him made that storyline work or be good? Because Kane played from his my, role. From my perspective, basically didn't do have shit to do with it. He was like, he made goofy faces, and you're like, what a hero! <laughs> like, I don't know. That's right. That's uh, that's pretty terrible. Anyway, let me rate okay, this so, yeah, whole so fucking got thing. Five, five, three. <clears throat> what do yep. you rate this garbage fire? Yeah, this garbage fire. This, <laughs> this, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Uh, this gets fire. this gets one and a half punted babies, and the reason it's really low is because I the tone is so inconsistent. <laughs> like I don't know what okay. I don't know what reality they're going for for, or like what story they're going. That's a very valid concern. And then yeah, when this they, is fair. Sure. And then I guess when it you know the whole story hits the skids and Lita's cheating or whatever that I can see that fucking it up. And so like whatever, but it's just. It's never painted in a way that I'm like, they understand the trajectory they're going for. It's just all wild and insane. And it's like, it's it goes from like an accidental abortion that I think is in a way, or <laughs> miscarriage. I'm going to call it an abortion. An accidental abortion that seems to be in a way supposed to be sent as like dramatic. Uh, and then it's kind of played for comedy later. And like, or yeah. and you're a like, week later. what is this? Oh, like, yeah. What is the story? Like, how am I supposed to feel about any of this? I don't know. I don't like it. It's one and a half punted babies. Well, it's uh, not your fault. But that's a part <laughs> Good on. See, uh, yeah, yeah, Nick's, yeah, Nick's got it. He does that all the yeah. time. He just yeah. says things. Spit gold. Um, but uh, I mean, that, that that is something that is interesting about this match or this this whole storyline, and really WWE as a whole is like sometimes you could tell that they're kind of booking something week to week. You could mm-hmm. tell that like they're writing this. I mean, and that, that is just kind of how WWE <laughs> works: is they're writing scripts until. Like until they're on. Don't the apologize yeah. for it, man. Don't like, try to invalidate but, why this is bad. It's it bad. happened. <laughs> and it's on the record. You're like, well, you're like, it's oh, done what now. Else do they do it's Well, that bad. is true, though. They but, do. But they the, write and change things up until they change finishes of matches up until they happen. You're wrestling like, apologist. But like the, sure. I guess that the the excuse for this on some level is they were they probably didn't. I mean, like. I'm sure writers had an arc planned out, but Vince McMahon, he's sort of the, he's kind of the executive producer, the creative guy, the head writer, and et cetera. Yeah. He changes things on a whim sometimes. For so honestly, worse. it could have just been one week, like, oh, it'd be funny if you punted a baby in the audience. <laughs> uh, so it's like. But, but again, but see. Send out the little people. But that doesn't, not like, fine, the boss sometimes says, punt a baby. That still makes the product <laughs> bad. You know what I mean? Like, if the this boss a- says, punt a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has that sentence what, ever been uttered? <laughs> I think what might have been, like, jarring for you, too, is traditionally you always go to, like, the good guy wins in the end. 
But the good guy never wins. This oh yeah, the good guy. Never. It's just like who gets more eviler. But who yeah. is yeah. the good worse. guy? Like there I don't no even know who the, the good guy is. Like, I don't know what the bad this guy story turns is. into. The good guy, but he's There's still a no bad point. guy. Nobody There's was no ever point. Yeah, no, what I like that weird, the, but, the good guy never wins. No, 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 no. We have to talk about this. Is like this is what bothers me. Is like sometimes Vince McMahon says, you know, whatever, and that doesn't matter. The product is still bad. Like you can't. I don't think it matters that he just one time somebody said something. It's still a bad product. Was there any part of the storyline? Or any match or any interview that was mildly entertaining. Actually, to you. I guess. Well, let's 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 look at this I guess for a second. No, like I know. Like, you know, Matt Matt Hardy. I, I think was one point five. If anything, Matt Hardy was the only consistent good guy in all of this. And he lost yeah. every match. And he lost and he, everything. Yeah, yeah. Right. And also, he's like not like not great. Like he's not even like fun to watch. You know what the point is, Stephen? Nice guys finish last. But so I guess okay. does this does this do anything to turn your thought that wrestling is predictable and you know what's going to happen and you know that the good guys are always going to win and etc. Because that is something that you've actually mentioned several okay, times. Okay, fine, uh, fine. Yeah, I've said that and I can concede that point. However, I will say that like yes, I will yes. say yes. <laughs> I, w- I I think it's important to note that like this terrible storyline <laughs> wasn't thought out in any way that they're trying to d- I don't really think they're trying to set up anything there I don't know like if you were like if we watch like the first match and like try to figure out like their end game there mm-hmm. isn't one you can see real quick there's no runway on this it's it's a bad storyline and yeah it's unpredictable maybe one of the worst storylines yeah mm-hmm. I you know just because in a, like well whatever just because it's predictable doesn't mean that it's bad and just because it's predictable doesn't mean that it's good either but this one is neither predictable nor good. Uh, uh, did you like Gene Snitsky? No. Did this uh, end at a 14.5? Uh, uh, with the 14. That's actually 5. probably a pretty middling score. I think that's the highest 14.5 we've ever had on this show. Isn't that right, <laughs> Stephen? Uh, Nick is keeping that bit going. Good job. I will. That, thank you. This bit that we recorded. Actually, no. This is it's, this. It's, this episode's going to air after bonus episode. I'll get so, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it. <clears throat> Snitsky. Uh, we're, uh, we're still. If you're listening, we're still doing the hashtag Rock and Rare contest. If you want to list, uh, we're not doing the, that. If you want to list the order that we record <laughs> our podcast episodes, feel free to tweet tricky. us uh, hashtag Rock and we'll make a Rock T-shirt for you. Yeah, for if you get it right, people. First five people to get it right. Also, Gene. Snitsky, please come on the show. Yeah, please, Gene Snitsky. We yeah. love you, and I'm, yeah, I yeah. mean that. Yeah, in I every really sense want to. Also, show. my butt is hungry. My Mine butt. too. Uh, Christy Hemi, please be on the show. Well, hungry butts will lead us into our next segment. Okay, so uh, mm-hmm. great. So um, we always try to convince Stephen to love something, mm-hmm. and this is the part of the show where we let Stephen convince us to love something. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, what are you trying to get us to love? Uh, cool. So I, I sent out a video for you guys, uh, and this is just a. Uh, an info visual video uh, called The Fallen of World War II and I'm going to put a little bit of a clip into it right now. Mm -hmm. Oh good. This project is not about individual war stories and it's not about survivors. We're going to tally up the tens of millions of people whose lives are cut short by the war and see how these numbers stack up to other wars in history including trends in recent conflicts. We'll be counting soldiers and civilians separately. Each of these figures represents 1,000 people who died. Okay, great. So that was uh, the fall of the World War II. Basically, for the people who don't watch it, uh, that's fine. It's 
it's this moving infographic that explains the casualties of World War II, uh, civilian and military, and all the countries involved in it. Uh, and to me, it's just a very fascinating look at World War II. It's numbing. It's my, yeah, it's it's painful to watch. It really is. But I've always really liked World War II. I've been interested in it. I remember I didn't watching know that. I'm actually yeah. I've, Stephen loves war. You didn't know? I, I have World War II books that you should borrow. Oh, fine. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, I liked. I, I mostly most of my stuff comes from History Channel. I'll admit it. But I used yeah, to same. really like that and it's just it's such a fascinating ordeal that we went through and it's hard it's easy to lose perspective of how significant it is and that's why i really like this video so what did you guys think i honest to god watched the whole thing uh i did uh very informative like i said numbing uh a little uh, (laughs) it's eye-opening and you know i had learned a lot of this stuff in high school and college did did you Uh, learn anything from this video just a reminder of how high the numbers are yeah. and how much that hurts to view as a human who yeah. thinks humans are well, like fine. how many people like Russia lost in the war. Well, that yeah, like that's man. I mean that's the like, thing Russia's that, whole strategy was just shoveling people at Germany and to yeah. stop them. You know? I mean, and I think that's the thing that like I conceptually know about. I think people sometimes go like America won World War II, but I think we conceptually know that's not entirely <laughs> true. Like Russia won World but War like, II, but we yeah, haven't. yeah, Russia, Russia sat, like yeah. did a did a real uh, you know RBI sacrifice there to yeah, like, yeah. get that, that war over. I did. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a nightmare. I, I did have one note here. I said uh, only Stephen would use a wrestling podcast mm-hmm. as an opportunity to create his own segment. You should love eighteen minute animated infographic videos about war atrocities. <laughs> I love it. So really thank you very do. much. Yeah, I thank thought it was that. very informative. Very yeah. very shocking. And to see those like represented as like figures right in front of you, um, yeah, definitely insightful. Uh, my critique is, could you use a little more pictures? More pictures. I, I, I gotta uh, say, big, yeah, I, buy it. I, I buy do it. get, I do get bored. <laughs> I do get bored with data. Oh, that's so. Yes, yeah, Stephen. What the fuck? Why are you just sending <laughs> us data? Hard because hard. Really, in a way that like really works for me. Because I don't like, know if it needed to be eighteen minutes. Yeah. Well, to explain everything that well, they explain, but, the, but are, it's very honestly, well done. There, there yeah. are there yeah. are good points in that, like you know the when Hiroshima, like mm-hmm. when they hit the date of Hiroshima, there's yeah, a very yeah. big blip, right. which yeah. is very uh, harrowing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. I don't know. It's interesting. I guess. I guess in a weird way, I might be a total robot. Like the, I get more emotional watching this than I do on most things. Like I watch it because it's so staggering. Like if you even they have uh, for the people at home, they have like little uh, people icons, and each yeah. person represents a thousand people yeah. uh, that yeah. died. Or, or but even if you just see that, like the number of single, like if you don't even think that they represent a thousand, you watch it. It's like seventy million total. It's but it's so that's seventy thousand. You're looking at 70,000 you're like I mean Jesus fucking Christ if it was just 70,000 it'd be fucking insane uh, it's it's such a I don't know it's it's really like the the scale of it really works on me there's something about that the so, world uh, is a dark cold disgusting place <laughs> and we need entertainment Stephen. but yeah, I do uh, want to say that though, is why we love I really like that video too because it ends on a pretty positive note uh, pointing out like the long piece and how the trajectory of like atrocities has actually gone down. In I the felt scale like shit at the end. Yeah. Okay. okay that's fine. So, uh, <laughs> so you've uh, you've convinced us that World War II was bad. Yes. But, we were way but, on the other side of the. But, so, uh, so you're saying that's not my point. You're saying you're World, fucking World, World War II is better than Gene Snitsky. Yeah, well, yeah. Gene Snitsky's what's important. You guys in are the monsters, end. and that's you know, not the point of this you know, video. You know, there's something that Gene Snitsky would say about World War II. <laughs> it not wasn't my, my fault. It, it wasn't, wasn't my fault. It, not it wasn't. Fault. You guys couldn't. Hey, get I'll give it a five page. out of five. All right, five. five. I give it a two out of five. <laughs> oh fuck you! I give World War II a five out of five, but I give that video a two out of five. Wow, that's <laughs> terrible. It's a great war. I'd, I'd give it a. 
I'd give it a four. Um, I would give something like Crash Course, which is all infographics, but drawn. You ever seen that? Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Oh, that go one. check that out. Really good. Like Crash, uh, Course. Crash Course history. Like I would oh. give that a five. Yeah, uh, but yeah. This, this guy. Would give I, a love, four. I love stuff like that, so I'm super down for more uh, yeah. infographics. I only give things. I only give it a five because I don't want to seem like a fucking monster. Right. I mean, I thought the video was like a two. But see, it's not. I, I I I don't think your judgment of that video is to me about whether you not you think the World War Two is good or bad. Like that's not what I mean. I just Look, I thought man, it was we made a lot way. of technological. Advances in World War Two. To get a made on one. I rate every war. If <laughs> World War Two didn't happen. I, I've rated every war. I'll show you my book sometime. All right. All right. Okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, I've let's never seen a book. Okay. Miscarriage okay. of a podcast. Okay. Spanish American War. Go. Uh, three. Uh, okay. So the Civil War. The, the Tet Offensive. Uh, seven. Uh, Civil War. <laughs> Oh, one ten po- stars. One, one, I'm going to say 1.3. Both sides. Both sides. 1.3. Okay. Uh, five, five stars. For one more One more war, and then we got to move on. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm going to say... The Franco-Prussian War? Yeah, Franco-Prussian War. Actually, wait. Yeah, two. Wait, wait. The, this <laughs> yeah. isn't a war, but the Charge of the Light Brigade. Ooh. <sighs> Six. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Charge I had to think. I, I had to think light about what was, I gave it. Yeah. Fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. It's good uh, okay, so uh, we've established that uh, you should love wrestling is a podcast. Where we talk about war. war oh, oh, but oh. you should not love war. Yeah. One more. Uh, one more. What do you guys think of Charlie Wilson's War? Mm. That was actually oh. a good movie. Yeah, that's a four. I've never seen it. I give mm. it a four. Is, that, a is four. that an Aaron Sorkin movie? Yeah. Yeah. It it no, no, no. Who's the guy who did improv back in the day? Elaine May and. Yeah, oh, probably. Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, fuck. No, Sorkin did write it. M- M- Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols. Oh, yeah. Mike, Mike Nichols. Nichols. Yeah, Sorkin okay. wrote it, but it was Mike Nichols directed that. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Cool. Um, it's a good fun. move. Okay, so uh, do you like? Do you like? What do you hate more, war atrocities <laughs> or wrestling? <laughs> oh, we know. His ooh, that's a tough one. Mm. I mean, I do. Ooh, fuck. I love that you have to think about it. I do. It's actually come hard. Come on, come on. I God, you know what? Is it like the actual idea of war atrocities, or like? Uh, no, man. You no, 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 man. You let him. You let you him wrestle with this. Okay. You, no, I. In the end, ultimately, war atrocities are worse than wrestling. Okay. Yes. All right, that's a win. That is. Uh, a, yeah. Yes. The that's Holocaust a win. is technically worse than wrestling. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, if you're a wrestling fan and you have questions for Steven or if you're not a wrestling fan and you have questions for Nick and I, mm-hmm. shoot us an email. You should love wrestling at gmail.com or send us a tweet at YSLW Podcast. Yeah, somebody tweeted us today to tell me that I should listen to the Rock epi- or certain no Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast about how and when to do blading to convince me it's real. Oh, nice. And oh, I'm yeah. going to do it out of a sense of obligation, but also I'm not going to believe it. We'll, we'll write that into we'll, a future episode. Yeah, we'll save it for a bonus episode. Can't Would you wait. do a blade job for a future episode? No. <laughs> Gene, uh, where can we find you on social media? Yeah, man. <clears throat> can we find you I, on yeah, social media? Yeah, I'm not really media? on Twitter. You share with the world. Then? You can, uh, Gene Augusto's I, I email really, is... I really have no objective here. Just uh, maybe okay. I'll see you guys around. Okay. Uh, I do know you're not on Twitter. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter. Uh, Jeez, are you uh, ever going to join Instagram? I know we've I'm talked still, about I'm it. still thinking about that. I was okay. actually thinking of stepping away from social media. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Respect that. Where can we find you in person? I, I pop up at bit shows every now and then. <laughs> Good, um, yeah. He's around. I'm around, yeah. Good. Uh, well, I think I feel like we have to post a photo of Gene just in case. So, like, people, even though they won't, like, go to his social media, just maybe if they see him, they'll, they'll be like, hey, podcast. Hey. Wait, can we, can we post your email address on the show notes? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, we try. I have, a, I have a YouTube channel called Cheap Little Films. There you go. Yeah, there's there some go. very funny Cheap videos on that. I did a web series about Iron Sheik. Your Iron Sheik videos are great, man. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you can stuff. find me on social media at Joey. You could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. Uh, and you can find me at Pearlstein. 
And uh, also, please uh, like and subscribe uh, to us on iTunes, iTunes. Post a review. If you have matches, uh, segments, feuds, or anything like that you'd like us to check out, definitely let us know, and we'll definitely uh, do it in a bonus episode or something like where, that. Where, where, Gene, where? our old friend, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, this, yeah, this, was, was, a lot this of fun. was fun and <laughs> harrowing. Uh, but I do appreciate the f- at least I, I, I complained to Nick and Joey about watching wrestling matches and I don't care. Uh, but this at least was interesting in a new and way. Different. And I appreciate something different. that. And different. I really do. I really appreciate it. I was complaining to them last week. I was like, I'm tired of watching wrestling. <laughs> Steven. Yes. Do you love wrestling? You know what? No. And you know what? It's not my fault because wrestling is stupid. That's a wrestling. What fault. you just said is a war atrocity in and of itself. It wasn't my fault. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.